Hello, hello, and welcome to another Toon Network takeover update. It's been a very long time since I felt there was enough progress to make a third instalment of um, the latest takeover efforts over 2018 slash 2019 that it is now. Um, the Chronicle just released an article where they, whereby they say they have um, received a, a letter, um, dialogue, communication between Peter Kenyon and Mike Ashley over the last fortnight, uh, which which reaffirms Kenyon's um, desire to buy the club and to buy the club quickly. Um, Mark Douglas has broke this, um, and it, it can be this can be construed many ways. I mean, what the letter does say is that, or becomes apparent, that it insinuates that no price has been agreed so let's just nail that one to the master at the very start of this video no price has yet to be agreed however the noises coming from Kenyon directly seem very very encouraging and do speak of um, Mike Ashley declaring that he's out of all of the suitors I mean we don't we don't know if there are four suitors we don't know if there are even any beyond Peter Kenyon. We know Peter Kenyon is definitely 100% solid, um, every intention to buy buyer of Newcastle United at the minute. It's whether they've been working on due diligence, going through the books for weeks now. A lot of a lot of fans getting um, restless with regards to the January transfer window. I don't believe a deal will get finished before the end of January but for me it's about this deal going through it at all at all and there's, there's a few things there's a few reasons why I believe it will happen and this kind of this is this is kind of strengthened what I, what I believe how, how I believe this will play out so Kenyon's reiterated that he's been told by Mike Ashley that Mike Ashley sees Peter Kenyon's consortium as the best fit of all. Now, it will absolutely be the best fit if they're the only, <laughs> if they're the only consortium genuinely in. Um, we haven't heard anything. We haven't heard anything for, from these other consortia, so we, we we don't know enough about them to speculate or comment. But we have heard a lot about the Peter Kenyon um, consortium looking for. American investment yet to agree a price as it stands but just a, a you know a few words on you know what this what this letter is saying so basically I know I speak for both of us this is coming from Kenyon to Ashley I know I speak for both of us that we continue to share serious determination to finalize the agreement we have to suit both parties as soon as possible in the new year so this is probably coming at the very end of December, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. We have both spent many months discussing the parameters of a final deal, and as you know, we have also invested. We have also invested heavily in time and money on our various legal and financial advisors. So what Peter Kenyon is saying is that he spent a lot of money and a lot of time and effort to get to where they are, for it to be worth them just walking away now. I feel that he's fully committed to this because of how much he's already invested in this deal. That's what, reading that at face value, and whether you trust Peter Kenyon's word or not, I, I don't know. 
I don't know the guy well enough, but I know he's he's got you know a good standing in the game. He's worked for top Premier League clubs before. I feel he's very credible. Um, certainly compared to somebody who we've never heard of, at least Peter Kenyon as a football man, which is something the club has, has lacked for the last 12 years. But what this also suggests, when he says we have, what he's saying is he's given a nudge to Mike Ashley to say, you have also spent money on this. You have also put a significant time and effort to sell. And this is really, really good news because out of all the previous three apparent attempts of takeovers under Mike Ashley to buy him out, has he? The, 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 it always sparked the big question: Has he ever been a willing seller? Has he ever actually wanted to sell the club? Now, I do believe he wanted to sell it to Staveley, Amanda Staveley, last year. But I think, I personally think he didn't like her or he didn't trust her on a personal level. I think things got public and quite erratic publicly um, too soon and I think that ultimately killed the deal and I don't think he wanted to and, 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 and twinned with that I don't think her deal was quite as much as he wanted so there was it's almost like he could afford to turn that down because he didn't want to sell to her I don't believe he didn't want to give her that satisfaction because he's stubborn and he felt he could have got a better price from her, which he wasn't willing to give. But if you fast forward 12 months, Rafa's out of contract in a few months, the team are struggling, the team massively need investment, and I think, I think Mike Ashley's chips are down here, and, 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 and quite literally in a, in a fiscal sense, because he has always kind of relied in the last few years certainly on Rafa Benitez his talent and class and ability to do a lot with little very little resource but he knows that if he doesn't invest in January or sell the club in the early part of this year Rafa doesn't sign a new contract Rafa walks in there any job he wants he'll go to a top job of course he will it's Rafa Benitez If we don't get relegated this year, because of lack of investment, we are guaranteed to get relegated in, if not next year, but the next two, next, next two years tops, prob probably next year, because whoever we bring in in summer as a replacement for Rafa Benitez, managerial wise, is, will not get what Rafa Benitez gets out of that squad. 100% will not. Obviously, it's a different story if Rafa, um, sorry, if this new manager suddenly gets, like McLaren got, £80 million to spend. It's an unknown. I'd prefer, I'd prefer Rafa Benitez in control of that much money because he knows what's right for this club. He's a good fit. He, he can, he's already proven his worth here. He's, he's working with his hands tied behind his back, as Alan Shearer said. So, this is probably Kenyon saying, let's just get this done. Let's get this done. And I think he knows that Mike Ashley has his back to the wall because when we do get relegated in the next two years, which will, I'm 
99% sure will happen if Rafa Benitez goes and we don't get taken over and he doesn't, and Ashley does, I mean even if Ashley does release some funds, it's still, he will not provide enough over the next season or two to keep us in the division. He just won't. Why would he change the habit of a lifetime? When we do get relegated, you won't have a world-class manager in Rafa Benitez. It's not going to be like it's not going to be like 2016 when we sold Ronaldo for 25 million, Sosoba for 30 million odd, uh, Yanmat as well. We don't have anybody who's worth that much money. One of our best players, the goalkeeper, cost like 4 million. And his, his, his value's probably quadrupled by now, but that's still only 16 million. Do you know what I mean? You've got Lascelles as possibly the most saleable asset, yet he's been his form's been terrible. Richie's going to be turning 30 soon. Kennedy isn't ours. Um, Diame is well into his 30s. We're getting into those 30s now and out of contract. You've got Shelby, maybe, you could sell, but he's not going to command more than 20 million. You've got Rondon, who isn't even ours. Do you know what I mean? You've got... You've got <laughs> I don't know, we, we don't get that spurge of money, so, you know, Mike Ashley in the championship season only really put an outlay. He didn't spend more than 20 million. Net. Because we'd sold the resource that we had in the squad, because we'd actually invested. Whereas, whereas now we haven't, we're, we're windows and windows and windows behind even Bournemouth and even Huddersfield and Brighton. What, 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 what? We're so far behind these people, it's, it's, it's sickening really. So we go down at the championship and the club's value, we, we've got a, a valueless squad. The squad's value, is, it, 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 it's nothing. He's got, he can't sell, he has to put money in if he wants to ensure promotion again. But who's going to get us promoted? We've been very lucky twice that we've come straight back up. There's no guarantee, he knows there's no guarantee. He knows that if we didn't have Rafa in the championship, we wouldn't have won it. It's a tough league. It's a really tough league. So this is why I'm optimistic that Ashley will sell because he knows that he has a very, very small window, very short window over the next couple of months where Newcastle United will be the value of close to what he wants it to be. But as soon as we lose Premier League status, this, 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 as soon as we lose Rafa Benitez, the big draw and the talent, who can do a lot with a little, what's he got? The club loses 50% of its value overnight. That's what happens. He has to, he has to sell now. And I think Kenny knows that. And I think this is what this is. I think Kenyon is nudging him in a very respectful way. See, I don't think... I don't think Kenyon... Like, I don't think Staveley would have had the humility almost to... See, Kenyon, he, he, I think this is a bit of a power play from Kenyon, but he's doing it in a very respectful way in which it is. it ultimately... Um, it praises Mike Ashley. He thanks him for his... So... 
and I appreciate the time and effort committed to detailed discussions by your advisors, lawyers, club, and of course yourself. Mike Ashley's been involved, and he appreciates all that effort. I fully respect your desire to ensure the next owners of Newcastle United understand the club, football, and have the appropriate financial resources. I'm delighted that you think the investor group led by myself is the best fit. So Ashley has told Kenyon that, whether it was through solicitors and lawyers, I'm not sure whether it was actually direct, but that is what Kenyon has said that Mike Ashley has said to him. And that is very, very, very encouraging. Because what, I mean, why would Ashley say that? And why would Kenyon? It's a, it, it would be a bold ploy for Kenyon to come out and this whole letter would be bogus and all to be full of lies because Mike Ashley would just sue him. Do you know what I mean? It, it, there's, there's no, there's, there isn't, it's, it's too big of a risk to, to, to lie. It doesn't make sense that he would lie about this. So I, I, I'm, I'm inclined to, you know, to, to trust this coming out. I mean, it's a bit, I'm a little bit skeptical about the, the timing. It comes after the, the open letter from all fan groups yesterday. But it's the start of the January window. Pressure needs to be applied. Now, there were recently some noises that deal was possibly falling through because some or one or all of the parties, the, 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 the many consortia that were, that were in for Newcastle United this time, wanted extra time for this deal to go through. And I wonder if that is, you know, if, if there were rumours that the, the, any takeover talk had really stalled seriously and was on the verge of collapse. Again, maybe those rumours have been planted to give Ashley this nudge to say, we are more than willing to absolutely, to walk away and leave you in the shit here. We'll walk away, we'll find another club. Ash, he, they, they must, he must know how desperate Ashley is to sell this time. And, and, and that's what gives me hope. And this letter sort of corroborates that possible um, situation, scenario, if you will. Um, so Peter Kenny continues, on my side I would like to personally assure you that I am committed to conclude our deal as soon as possible and while we are both perhaps frustrated that we've not progressed as quickly as we would have wished, that's from both sides, I would like to express personal gratitude for your patience and integrity in this matter and hope we can continue our discussions in the same spirit. Now again this feels a bit like Peter Kenyon's coming out to be the big man, he's the nice guy, so if anything if anything fucks up now, it's all Mike Ashley's fault. So that could antagonise Ashley a little bit. But, I don't think this would have been released if Ashley was being an unwilling seller. Because it would, ki it would kill the deal just dead. It's such a risky game to play, however, Feel like the chips are on Kenyon's side here and he knows it and he's kind of going for the kill calmly and respectfully which in a twisted way Mike Ashley might actually admire <laughs> it's just it's just my take on it you, you, 
and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm recording this on Friday night um, at about 11 o'clock on the 4th of January 2019. Um, the article kind of finishes, Mr. Ashley is still to receive a, a final satisfactory offer, but details of Kenny's letter will offer fans more hope that a club sale in 2019 uh, potentially on the cards. It's also understood that while Kenyans group are leading the way, the, the, the other three interested parties um, have not been discounted at this stage. They might not have been discounted because they might not exist at all. Uh, <laughs> so who knows? Who, know, who, who knows? I think at tops there might be one other. I can't. I, I don't think there's. I don't think there's four. I, I'd be very very surprised if there's four. I think Kenyon's the one, and I think this is... <sighs> Believe what you think. Um, I'm just relaying the information to you and giving you my opinion what I th how I think this is going to play out. I think things could go really, really bad if Mike Ashley's stubbornness gets the better of him. For us, and for him. And for Rafa Benitez. The key thing is... You know, I think a big sticking point is January. Transfer window. Has Mike actually taken all the funds out to repay himself back these loans? So we've got no working capital for transfers? Wouldn't surprise me at all. Really, really, really wouldn't surprise me at all. Is there a way that Kenyon, if he, if he was in, intent, intending on doing the deal, could he pay it forward? Transfer funds? Give Rafa 50 million? Keep us up? Could he do that? Hopefully. I'm sure Man City did that years back when they bought, um, when, the, when, when, when um, Sheikh Mansur took over Man City. I'm sure that's what happened. They paid it forward before the deal was actually done, but it had every intention to do so. It was just dot and I's and cross and T's. So that's going to have to be addressed, I think. But. Positive, positive, positive noises coming from Peter Kenyon's camp. He is not shying away from this. I mean, I think it's naive to think that he didn't somehow have any involvement in planting this in the media. I think he does, because he, again, he comes out as, as very much a, a respectable man um, who would do no wrong and is basically saying that Mike Ashley well we want to do a deal we want to get it done fast we're both frustrated we both put time and money into this I'm sure we both want the same outcome so that's very telling for me I think that's very positive but as ever there will be more updates as and when and if this ever happens and if it does happen I will see you down down the monument with a box of cans, Bluetooth speaker, and let's have a fucking takeover party. I've been out on the Two Network. Um, please subscribe to my channel if you haven't already because you just you just should. You just should. Thanks very much and I'll see you next time. Bye, Z bye.